Think about it. Everything is polluted. The environment, the government, the schools, you name it. We're on Uncensored tonight. Nice, clean little bandwidth. No one else is using it. Price is right. I like the idea that a voice can just go somewhere uninvited like a dirty thought in a nice, clean mind. Guess who? It's me again. The little attitude for all of you in white bread land. It's five o'clock. Do you care what the mainstream media says? You out there? You listening? Ah, yes, that's the question of the day. It is so good to be back in the saddle again. Man, what a long what a long couple of months, but what a long week. It's just good to be back home and back into the saddle. Missed you guys so much. I know a lot of you have been uh, putting some kind words out there that you've been missing us, too. I appreciate that very much. Uh, the support while, we were, while Joe and I were away was so impressive, man. You guys are just amazing people. Um, the big investment into the live, you paid off the great stream. So we had no problems. And if we did have a problem on stream, it was on cam and, 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 uh, luckily the event went off without a, without a, without uh, no problem. So, uh, a great event from this weekend. We're going to talk about that here in a moment. Looking forward to that. Um, you looking live. It's been a while since I've said it. You're looking live at the foxhole.app. That's right. The foxhole.app. Check it out. Do me a favor. Tell a friend, tell a family member, tell somebody about it. All of us have been banned off of YouTube and demonetized and our advertisers targeted, and they're really wanting to shut us down. They're really worried about this message because they know it's growing and we're not going away. And no matter what they do, we're not going away because we're, it is about the message. It's about the, it is not about the money. And it's, uh, you know, for them, it is. They think they can stop us. They're not going to stop us. So do me a favor. Tell a friend. Tell a family member. Your support on gold pill, gold pills on the foxhole.ib has been very impressive. Thank you from the bottom of my heart for you telling me how much you appreciate our content. Thank you. Do me a favor. Go to support us up there at the very top of the screen and help support the foxhole.ib. Buy them a cup of coffee once a month, will you? And, uh, you know, that way we can uh, make sure we keep this platform going. Uh, the official website for Brothers Uncensored is uncensoredabe.com. Do me a favor. Go over there when you get a chance. You can check the podcast, Spotify, Stitcher, iHeart, Google. Uh, every single podcast platform we are on, just search Brothers Uncensored, and you'll find us. The last official show that we did was official DVS 7.0, a great MAGA rapper with a great message, kind of a spoken word rapper with great content, taking back the culture, man. This is what it's all about. Everybody marching in the same direction to try to bring this country back to what it should be. Um, one step at a time. The official newsletter is up. If you want to get a news, if you want to get an email once a week about what you missed last week, what's upcoming next week, you can sign up for that right there. Foxhole, Twitch, YouTube hates us, and banned us. Fuck them. D Live, CloudHub, and Tiger Network are where you can find us. T- uh, CloudHub was a great announcement over the weekend with a major expansion of their platform, and that is great news for them and great news for the free speech community because Jeff. Over at CloudHub is also a free speech advocate, as is Tiger Network. So check those guys out when you get time as well. The link tree is up there. If you want to find them, you can find out how to support Joe and I or you can get in contact with us. That's on the website right there. The blog is up with previous uh, articles and content. Trisha Flanagan last week running for Congress in Florida. Great interview with her. Really enjoyed that. I find it was a great great interview with him last week. Um, The great community of the Anons, man. They're all coming together. 
They're all um, uh, leveling up spiritually, and it's a, it's a beautiful thing to watch. Finally, Cash App, PayPal, Patreon is how you can help support us. The new sponsor, Joe and I, filmed a commercial while we were down together uh, over at his place. Spent pretty much all day uh, getting footage for a commercial, and now we got a butt heads to figure out how the, how the hell we're going to put it into a commercial for you guys. That's going to be upcoming pretty soon. Sportsgolf.com or starverock.com and sportsgolf.com, official show sponsors of the Brothers Uncensored, and also riseattireusa.com, official show sponsors as well. Also, finally, the store. I know I know this is getting kind of long, but there's a lot to go to, go through. Finally, check that out when you get time. That's how you can click on it right there, and I want my News Uncensored shirts and Brothers Uncensored official logo gear and hats. You can find those there. Finally, First Amendment Praetorian is who Joe and I do uh, security services for. We are a crowdfunded services, and we need your guys' help. We can't do it without you. A lot more events upcoming and that, that uh, we'll be able to bring you guys exclusive content from just in case some meatheads want to try to cause a problem. Uh, they cannot c- create a narrative because we have it on camera. So help support us. First Amendment Praetorian.com, 1A Praetorian.com, P-R-A-E-T-O-R-I-A-N.com is how you can help support us there. Appreciate all of your support. I've gotten word from you guys that many, many of you have uh, done what you can to help support us over at uh, 1A Praetorian, and that is um, – uh, you know, just like the rest of this community, you guys are just quite amazing people. And finally, with that, I want to welcome my bro, Joe, in, who is uh, coming in from doing the yard work and also catching up from a long week as well. Joe, how are you today, bro? Oh, I'm doing fantastic. Glad to be back in the saddle, like you said. It's always great to do live streaming and stuff, but we really miss, uh, you know, being in the studio and being able to bring the content to you guys. I see tons of people out there already. Palladius, Fly Free, KH Farmer, Foxy Lady. Um, Slide Park 2020, man, you guys are all out there. Napkin Nader, thank you for that. I appreciate that, sir. Kelly 17 as well. Scorp Brat, just because. Love your brother. Thank you very much. What's up, Belushi? Good to see you out there. Many, many more. Oh, geez, Mardo. Uh, it says, uh, can for all you do and provide Patriots. Keep up the great work. God bless where we go one, we go all. Foxy Lady, thank you for that as well. Warrior Mima. You guys, I just absolutely love you guys, man. Uh, One Eagle Five, good to see you, sir. And everybody else and all the other platforms as well. I am super excited today because, first off, I got to kind of get a a deep uh, glimpse of Doug in Dallas. And um, he did an amazing job there. And then to be able to go to Branson and see his event, oh, how do I even start this? Um, it was truly amazing. I, I just, I'm getting, you know, I'm getting hair standing on my arms already. Uh, those that aren't aware, DougBillings.us, the right side with Doug Billings. Uh, basically, his show is to join together in determined prayer and determined patriotism. Doug, thank you so much for being here today. Hey, guys, it's my honor. Happy to be on this show, man. You guys are doing great work, and uh, thank you for the for the honor of the invitation to be here. Yeah, I was really looking forward to having you on. After, after that Dallas event, I mean, it was just – it was impressive how it all came off, and it's always like we call it chaotic uh, fluidity, you know what I'm saying? It's yeah, uh, when, yeah. you're, when you're doing stuff like that, it's not easy, and you're, in, in you're trying to fit times in, you're trying to keep people in time. Um, and it was impressive to pull it all together because the event came off – uh, the everybody at the event had an amazing time, and that's really what it's all about. Yeah. And that that uh, that same thing happened in Branson as well. Uh, John and Amy are, are dear friends of ours, of all of us. We all love John and Amy. They they pulled off an incredible event in Dallas. Uh, the, the the left wing mob and the and the radical media were were doing everything they could to impede their their program and their conference. But as we know, God wins. God at the end always wins. They had a, they just had one hell of an event down there in Dallas. A lot of fun. 
lot of uh, a lot of patriots gathered together. The camaraderie was there, uh, and and they had a great event. And then we, uh, myself and uh, our team over here, we we wanted to have a smaller, more intimate gathering, and so we had the Determined Patriot Patriotism Conference in Branson, Missouri, last weekend over the Fourth of July holiday, and uh, yeah, purposefully kept smaller, more intimate. Uh, we had some head, heavy hitter speakers there, and you know, I I think it. To a person, everyone gave it great reviews. They liked the intimacy. They liked the smallness of it. We heard Absolutely. that. Absolutely. And that's and that was one of the things that I definitely noticed between going from the Dallas event, which I think there's about 1,500 or so there, yeah. um, to your event. And what everybody said to me, you know, as I asked them, how, how do you think this event's going? And they said, it's awesome because it's much more intimate. And um, not only that, it just felt like the group of people were truly, you know, all together on the same page. I love seeing everybody go into like the boat launch and everybody hanging out and talking in lines and just, I mean, it was so amazing. The, the, you know, we talk about, um, you know, how things transcend, like uh, the positivity and the messages and how that transcends. And man, when I left Dallas, I had like this huge, huge spirit with me right right and then i go to your event and i mean every day was amazing and then we get to the final day and um you know maybe we can talk about that further down the road but um it it was truly an uplifting spiritual experience and uh, i felt honored to be sitting there part of it we had um and uh, thank you for those kind words we we had um you know what what you're describing is the intimacy of the group the small you know, we had 275 people there, give or take. Okay. And uh, when, when, this, when the groups are, are limited in size, like we, like we intended this time, you get to know the crowd. Everybody in the crowd gets to know each other. They talk with each other. They meet people from, if it's not their state, they meet people from their region uh, and, they, and, they get, and they coalesce around each other. They become friends and colleagues. And really that's the purpose of all of these events, not just mine. We want them to become friends. We want them to go back home with a new network of people so that they can get involved so they can maintain that sense of camaraderie and the support that you get in conferences like this so that so that the hair on your arms and the goosies that you get when you recall these events can come back again and again and again when you when you get together with these like-minded people and, and you talk uh you know patriotism and so forth and yeah you 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 mentioned we can go through the event but that last day when we had the church service there de- Darlene Chapman uh, just knocked it out of the park she was a speaker yes. um she has a, a great following on Facebook um, and in, to her credit, I mean, I tell you, the ministry that she offers through her music and through her testimony was was powerful, and it it, it was absolutely stunning what she did. And I, I, I mean, I talk about gooseys. You can get those just thinking about it. There wasn't a dry eye in the place. I'll, right. I'll put it to you that way. And also, uh, just to add one quick other comment, um, I noticed like every day. Like the people were still sitting in the same seats they were the day before next to the people they were chatting with the day before. And I was yeah. like, wow, this is amazing, man. So those connections, I mean, they were for a couple of days in a row. It was amazing to watch. Sorry, I'll go back to you. <laughs> no, all good. I mean, it's it really was an amazing feeling. And this this just kind of keeps happening. And it's, you know, that, that um, you know, there have been, we've talked about it before. So, you know, depending on how many you look at, six or seven awakenings in in world history that we're aware of. And it really does feel like there's a lot happening out there in the spiritual realms in that um, that's changing uh, our realities. Do me a favor. When you get a second, 
go over to the website that Doug has. It's uh, really well done, and I might take some notes off of it, if you don't mind, Doug, because uh, <laughs> I really like the way you did this. DougBillings.us, um, <clears throat> your team that, that uh, put this together, you have a nice uh, welcoming uh, video here that welcomes you to people to the show that may not have heard about you before. A nice discussion, uh, an introduction about kind of yourself a little bit and what the goal is. I just want to read this a little bit. Welcome to the show where we join together and determine patri- p- prayer and determine patriotism. I started this show in February 2020 after having been furloughed due to wildly unnecessary economic additions due to COVID. Very interesting. I want to get into that here a little bit. After seven months, the show was gaining worldwide attention. That's quite impressive. I signed a deal with BEK and uh, met Glenn Beck. That's great to hear. Glenn Beck is uh, somebody who I have a a huge admiration for. Watched him back in the headline news days every single day. I never missed him. And um, I love the work he does. As you know, once you start doing this stuff, you get less time to watch the people you want to watch. But um, he he has attracted high-profile guests like General Flynn, who is – Still working on getting on. He said he's going to come at some point. I'll continue to work on that. His list of guests are impressive. Sidney Powell, who we have talked to as well. Chad Prather, we talked about the the uh, with uh, Chad Prather's uh, producer on this show. That was great. Michael Johns is a friend of the show. We used to have him on weekly, um, and we kind of started to uh, you know let let him fight in his realm. We'll fight in in ours, uh, but still great great man him in himself. Senator Blackburn, uh, absolutely lover. Simon Parks, Charlie Ward, Mel Kay. Richard Bartlett, Jenny Beth Martin from the Tea Party, uh, a small list of the guests that you guys have had on. Uh, you mentioned there, Doug, that um, uh, you, you kind of started this uh, moving away from uh, a career. Uh, tell us a little bit yeah. about you. Tell us a little bit yeah. about uh, where Doug grew up. Um, where was your family like when you grew up? And yeah. uh, what, where, where did you go from, from high school, into college, and sure. into uh, the industry of some kind as well? You bet. Yeah, happy to do it. Um, Born and raised in Kansas City, Missouri. Uh, go Chiefs, go Royals. You know, that kind of, that my upbringing. I went to college at the University of Missouri in Kansas City. And I paid, you know, back in that in that time, when I went to college, you guys, it was 600 bucks a semester. I mean, so a lot, lot has changed since then. But to pay for that, I worked at a local radio station, KBEQ, which at the time was a pop station. And uh, it later changed over to a country format. But that's how I paid for my college education. I would disc jockey uh, on the weekends, and then I would disc jockey in nightclubs and so forth in Kansas City. Um, and, and that's how I, I paid the bills. So went to UMKC to make a long story short, took a couple of divergent paths through my college career. I left uh, just shy of graduation in, in 19, in the, in the, in the early, uh, I should say the mid-1980s, and studied to be a priest for a couple of years, believe it or not. Interesting. I, I did that. I had a lifelong, um, you know, this kind of like little nudge at my heart. You ought to try this. You ought to answer the question. Finally, just go answer the question. Take this two years of discernment and go do it. So I did. Had a great, great two years. Studied at a, at a Benedictine monastery up in northwestern Missouri. It's called Conception Abbey, and had a great two years up there. Taught me a lot about what I currently believe with regards to politics, prayer, the calling of God, the interjection of God, and how we're all called to, at the end of the day, all of us, no matter what religion you are, no matter what denomination, you know, all of us as patriots should address the calling that the meaning of life, the, the reason why we're here ultimately in its simplest form is to enter into the lives of others to make differences for the better. And, and you guys do it on your show. You enter into the lives of your audience you make their lives better through the information that you share. Believe it or not, you really do. And that's no small thing. That's a big deal. 
entering into the lives of others to make differences for the better, not just on your show, but we're all called to do it in our personal lives as well. And really that's the, the meaning of life and, and why we're here. So after the seminary, I went to work, I went back to school, finished my undergraduate degree and got a master's degree, right? Just right after I went boom, 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 and got a master's degree in education. And I became a high school teacher and I taught English and theology. Interesting. And did that for a couple of years. And one year, as many teachers do, I took a part-time job in the summer to make extra money. A lot of teachers will, you know, have lawn, landscaping companies or they'll paint houses or whatever. So I answered a, a, an internship at Sprint, which at the time was based in Overland Park, Kansas. And guys, I made more money in that paid internship over the summer than I did all year teaching school, which is funny and sad all at the same time. Yes, indeed it, it is. It, it is. So left education and went to work for Sprint in their HR department um, in, in their what they called their University of Excellence. So I was paid to develop training really? for Sprint employees. I was a well, Sprint employee. And when oh, yeah, really? When they- up here for you. Eh? Thank you very much. There was a girl named Patty. Oh, no. Does that yeah. ring a bell? It, look, they, <laughs> the tree fell on the cell site. They said I could have the wood. So she, Patty got they were, they were Sprint was good, and I, and I then just progressed. I met a couple of guys from Sprint who founded one an, a company, and one thing led to another. I, uh, hang on. There we now, go. There we go. Go ahead. Yeah. Are we Sorry. back? Okay. Yeah. So I, I left. I met a couple of guys at Sprint who were going to found their own company, went to work for them. Um, and I, I became involved in, in the HR, I became an, uh, a labor relations uh, person who uh, basically negotiated labor contracts for the company, keeping unions under control. So the Teamsters or the United Auto Workers or the steel workers, whoever, you know, sometimes they make, big, they make a big ruckus and they try to pound their chest. And was, so my job was to negotiate contracts and keep them under control, keep them, uh, you know, under control. So did that for, and I was an HR executive for 23 years. And then as you're ready, Make sure you guys are all good to go. Chris, five by five over on Twitch. Thank you very much. I hope uh, another hardcore crash. Yes, we're good to go. All right, guys. Thank you. 11,000 gold pills. You guys are killing me over here. Thank you. God bless you all. Uh, thank you kindly for that. All right, Doug, you were talking about um, kind of the history right after the seminary. And that's yep. when I crashed. So you were okay. talking about transferring into being called yep. into something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So seminary went out, left there, had a great couple of years of discernment there. Priesthood wasn't the answer, wasn't going to be the calling, but I'm glad I went. I'm glad I had a great time. Taught me a lot about the meaning of life, why we're here and where I learned that, you know, we, we, we are called to fulfill life's meaning, which really ultimately, and it's in its simplest essence, this is a very deep topic, but in its simplest essence, the, the meaning of life, why we are here, in my opinion, at least, is that we're called to continually enter into the lives of other people to make differences for the better. So I learned all of that in the, in the seminary. I believe in that. I, I try to live my life like that today. I, the, the purpose, my, my calling behind this microphone and on my show is that I want to enter into people's lives in, in whatever way I can to make a difference for the better by sharing the truth, by sharing uh, other, other guests and their, their opinions and their knowledge and their information, et cetera. So left the seminary, went, became a teacher. Went, I went back to UMKC, finished my, my undergraduate degree, and then went right into a master's degree program and, uh, and finished it. Uh, got a, a, deg- a degree in education. And here's the lovely Tara. Hi, Tara. Say hello to everybody. There, you're, on, you're, on, you're on worldwide TV. Tara. Bend in here. She doesn't want to bend in. Oh, come she on. Come bend say bend hi in. to the She's Fox family. Shy. 
And the world would have been better had they seen her. Let me tell you that. Right <laughs> she's beautiful. You're a very lucky man. <laughs> yeah, the, she, um, she's got go a great she's got a great heart too, man. I I oh. loved how um you know and, and everybody that was there, you know, it was like we were all old family that yeah. hadn't seen each other for a couple of years, yep. and uh, it was truly amazing. And she's yep. she's a, a amazing woman. So yeah, thank you. Congrats yeah. to you. Soon. Thank you. I know you got uh, an engagement coming up soon, that, so that's yeah, amazing. Well, yeah, and I'll, I want to talk to you about that in a minute. But yeah, we so uh, we a lot of big news coming up, and uh, want to make want to break some of it with you guys today on the on the show. So I I, I left uh, went into education, and I and I said you know one summer as many teachers do, I took an extra job. I took a part time job, um, you know, teachers over the summer months to make extra money. Some people have a landscape company, or some of them paint houses. They do various things. I answered a call from Sprint. And took a job as an intern, as an as an intern uh, in their HR department. And guys, I made more money in that internship over the summer than I did all year teaching school, which is a funny and sad story all at the same time. Very much so. That's a discussion we could have. Actually, go ahead. Yeah, yeah, big problem there. So again, trying to make a long story short, I, I went into HR. I became uh, I, my focal point became labor relations, meaning that I would on the corporate side of HR, um, tackled the, the union contracts, uh, the grievances and so forth that union members would file. In, in a nutshell, trying to keep unions under control was my job. I would negotiate the labor contracts, their collective bargaining, bargaining agreements, and so forth and so on. So I did that for about 23 years. And in February of 2020, I was furloughed because of the COVID nonsense. So, you know, I'm no spring chicken. I'm not, I don't have one foot in the grave, but I'm on the other hand, I'm no, I, I, you know, what am I going to do now? was the thought, right? What, what now they gave me one year of a furlough package. Fine. Fair enough, whatever. Um, But I, I did extra things. I, I knew that I had to find something. Nobody was hiring COVID. The country was shut down. Businesses were being wrecked unnecessarily. And the economy was being wrecked on purpose by the radical left and their drive to shut everything down. We can get into that in a moment. There's reasons they did that. None of them are moral or ethical, by the way. And so I began to do other, you know, I I drove an Uber for several months. I got on YouTube. I got monetized with Google AdSense. And, you know, it took a a few months. I thought, well, gosh, I'm I'm getting 400 or 500 views per video. Nothing very substantial. Uh, I got a check. My first check from Google AdSense was for $422. I'm going, well, this isn't going to work. I can't sustain my life. And my lifestyle on $423 a month. So I'd be, I was worried. And, but I, I didn't give up. I kept plugging away. And then I met a guy by the name of Simon Parks. Now, a, a lot of people have a lot of opinions about Simon Parks. Um, and I know that. And I, I'm, I'm very aware that some people think he's a kook. Uh, and some people love him. Some people really do love the guy. Here's the one thing that nobody can deny. The guy has got a vast, huge following. And, and he's an influencer. Now, on my show, I don't, you know, I'm a, I'm a commentator. My show is based on giving my opinion about the news. I, I don't, I'm not a reporter. I don't sit here and, and, and search for investigative reporting. That's not my job. I bring people on who do that, and we talk and we have a conversation. But I'm a commentator that just gives, gives my audience my opinion about the news in the state of America and the world. So Simon Parks comes on and we don't go, I do not go down rabbit holes with Simon. I do not go, you know, I don't get into the whole, Hey, Joe Biden is dead and actors are playing Joe Biden because yeah. I don't believe that. Yeah. And I, get, you know, it I can get I, deep. It can get deep when you go down that rabbit hole. Yeah. Yeah. I just, I just don't do that. I, I don't 
So, but, but the thing about this, my point about Simon is that when I had him on my show, you guys, this was on YouTube. And after I did it, um, 1 million people watched that interview. And I'm wow. not kidding you. I am not kidding you. Words are important. 1,375,000 people, to be exact, watched that interview. And from that moment on, my career blew up in a good way. It, I, I would begin regularly getting 25,000, 100,000 views, 200,000 views for videos. And, and all of a sudden, I was attracting people's attention. I would, you know, General Flynn, Sidney Powell, Mike Lindell, George Papadopoulos, um, Patrick Byrne. We, and, and, and things were really well. So that was, that was right before Thanksgiving. So I had started the show in February, was struggling through the, the early spring and summer and fall. And Simon came on in November just before uh, Thanksgiving. And that's when things began to really, really change. And in, in January of 2021, and this, I'm going to mention some numbers, and I'm this, what, I'm, what I'm telling you is only about potential. This has nothing to do with ego, believe me. So in January of 2021, I get a check from Google AdSense. Now, a million people, almost a million and a half people, if you think of all of the videos that I did, the one was Simon, over a million, and then everything I did from November through January, uh, November through December, I had just, my views just went skyrocketing up all of a sudden. Well, who's this Doug Billings? You got, and I just, it just got, it, it just blew up. So they sent me a check in January and, and I'm not going to, and I'm going to tell you the number. I, I'm going to tell you the number because I want people to know how they can make a living doing this. And this is about me wanting to give hope. So for people that do what we do and, and, and following your dreams and your passion and, and doing what you have been called by God all along to do, it took me 23 years of my professional life to ignore what I wanted to do. And finally, God tapping me on the shoulder and say, hey, you, I need you in this battle. I need you on this digital battlefield. You're gonna, I'm gonna, you're, I'm gonna take your job away. I'm gonna, I'm gonna let you flounder and, and I'm, gonna, I'm gonna help you find out how to make your way on social media because I need your voice. I really think that's what God did with me. I mean, I have had this passion my whole life. I just never had the avenue or perhaps the courage to act on it. And so he gave me this opportunity. And so in January, Google AdSense sent me a check for $40,000, you guys. Wow. And I had, I had never made that much money in my adult life ever in a month. I had never made that much money in a month. February of 2021, the very next month, YouTube cancels me. So it was like, here's your tip. Here's your, we owe you this. We know we had this contract, but by the way, you're, con you're over the, you're over the target so long. You're, you're gone. Here, take this kicking ass for the check. Yeah, yeah, right, right. Now, believe me, and I want your audience to believe me, that's the, I, I tell you that number. Uh, out of no sense of pride or ego, I want you in this audience, I want you guys, I want you to make a very comfortable living doing this. I want your audience, if there's anybody out there that has a dream, to do this, to talk, this is the time. It's not about any host. It's not about me. It's not about you guys. It's about the message that we deliver. And that's what the people in this country want to hear, the conservative message that we have and the truth that's on our side because the other side doesn't have the truth. The other side doesn't have the argument. They have no intellectual maturity and they certainly don't have credibility and truth and not to mention morality or ethics on their side, but we do. And so people want to hear our messages. 
And so for what it's worth, stick anybody out there, stick with it, follow your dream, discern your passion and your calling and what God has ordained you to do in your life. And, and don't wait until you get to be old like me, follow it from the beginning and, and get out there and make a living doing it. And that's how, that's why my show today, we get 3 million views a month uh, watching this show. And it's, it's not me. It's the message. It's the message and it's the people out there looking for guidance. There's a lot of people who I run into who are extremely concerned is, is, is the best is the kindest way I can put it about the future of this country. And there are a lot of people that are extremely confused about what's happening out there. They see what's happening. They're not stupid. Um, they think, you know, everyone in DC thinks Americans are stupid. Everyone sees what's happening. Um, it's just a matter of whether or not they allow their confirmation, confirmation bias to be stroked by the news or not. So right. it's, it's a very interesting time because when you walk around and talk to people, everybody is a little bit on edge and they see like some bad things happening in the future and they're very concerned. And so they're reaching out to people to, to, to kind of reassure them. And I think, that's really the role of what what we've all been trying to do is kind of guide people into the information, why right. why the information is being shoved down their throats in the way that it does. And once they understand that and understand the level of infiltration between the media and the CIA and all of the three three letter agencies to include everybody in D.C., the the information that came out from Branson guided me in very important ways. Same same thing with Dallas, and that kind of information is a blessing to be able to bring to the audience to make them kind of understand what the key points of what we saw. So I want to kind of get into right. some key points about Branson, but first I want to introduce some of these speakers and some of the the people that were arranged at the event. You know, I got to be honest with you, uh, there's a lot of people there that I had not heard of before. There was a lot that I, you know, very familiar with. But I got to say, there was a eclectic group of people. Again, this is the, y'all are looking at it on the screen now. This is from the weekend in Branson. It was great to see Ann Vandersteel again. I consider her a friend from way back in the day, uh, a fighter and an and a OG that we like to call him. Brad Barton, Karen Kingston, Patrick Byrne was, was very gracious with his time. Maria Zach was amazing with her time, spending extra hours with everybody, just answering and asking, allowing people to ask questions and answering. Mel Kay with an amazing conversation. Uh, that we're going to bring uh, most of these guests onto the channel for you guys so we can have a one-on-one, two-hour breakdown of what they talked about. Lynn Wood, Darlene Swaffer is an amazing candidate. Bert um, uh, Lynch uh, with an amazing story as well, a story of recovery and a story of of hope and uh, you know a, a blessing received by somebody else. You talked about Darlene Chapman's blessing. Doug McGurk, a mo- mo- motivational speaker who is just very impressive. Once he He's a very... Just kind of chills, looks, you know, walks around, just relaxes, relaxes, enjoys the view, and then goes on stage and rips it. It was amazing. Coy is a friend. Coy Griffin, it was great to talk to him. Let's run into him in D.C. Um, before we were labeled domestic terrorists, two-time domestic terrorists. I'm proud of that label. Uh, Michael Maroney as well. So some great guests. So for you, Doug, um, you know, you had kind of mentioned that uh, the organizers put a group together that uh, maybe you weren't completely familiar with, but... The way that it came together and the information that was presented was quite impressive. What was your highlights from the event? My highlight, without a doubt, was was this, that, you know, we, as, as the organizer of the event, I'm organizing this event, and we had a couple of Zoom calls with the speakers, right? I just wanted to, because some of these speakers I had not met yet. They were referred to me. Darlene Chapman, I had never met her in, in person, but she's she was referred to me 
by Burt Lynch and uh, Greg Gray. Greg was behind the scenes in Branson. He was the um, boots on the ground organizer there. Um, and another one was was Karen Kingston, I had not met her, um, and so forth. But beyond that, we the Zoom calls were simply to introduce each other to one another, just kind of go through the schedule, this and that. I said the title of the, of the conference is Determined Patriotism. That's one of the mantras on my show, Determined Prayer, Determined Patriotism. So I said beyond that, I don't really don't, I'm not interested in screening your speeches. I don't need to, you know, I trust you, you're adults, you're patriots. I know your work. Uh, I trust you. So what amazed me the most, one of, one of my key takeaways from the event was that without screening or telling or giving a template or an outline to any speech, every one of the speakers gave a speech that had significant parallels and common themes and elements within it, according to everyone else's speeches. So they all had a purpose as it was if God, I mean, that gives me chills. That was as, as if God were saying, I'm going to touch you all in a, in a different way, but it's, but you're all going to have similar uh, messages. You're all going to have similar parallel themes in your speeches, and it's Amen. going to make a, a, a lasting impact. And this small, intimate group will get up close and personal, and because it's intimate like that, that you're close and that you can spend time with these people, I, I just think, you know, you're not, you're not distracted by a huge crowd because there is no huge crowd and they, and they, and a message resonated. So those are my takeaways from a, just a purely, you know, a high level view. That was great. You know, specifically, I mean, Lynn Wood is always a rock star. He always, he always delivers Patrick Byrne and his information, the movie. If your audience hasn't seen his movie, the deep rig, they need to see that movie. Very, very much so. I, I thought it was, man, we won't talk about that. Uh, I thought it was very interesting and very well laid out. Now, for the crowds that are part of our audience, you guys are all well aware of all the information that was in the deep rig. So I understand that. That was some yep. of the feedback that yep. I got. I understand that. But that's not the target audience for something like this. There's a yep. lot of people looking for guidance in what they found. And I think the the movie did an excellent job. I, I know there's there's some controversy about the people that are involved in the production of that movie. I get it. And, you know, here's what I'll say about that. We as conservatives need to stop that nonsense and we need to support Patrick Byrne as a patriot. Um, he yes, he is. He, we we need to be honest with each other and what the conservative side, our side, has not done well with. We have not circled the wagons around our own people. We, we turn on them because they might have had a past association with someone who doesn't believe in Q, and we let our feelings get hurt. Well, we got to stop that bullshit. Yes. Yeah. Let's stop that. That's we got to exactly. unite. We have to unite and circle our wagons. Now, if it's a rhino or if it's someone who's truly not a patriot, we need to weed them out. But we can't destroy a message that's a good one because he's associated with someone that's hurt your feelings. Give me a break. It is um, something we have been addressing very carefully. It is something that we're trying to bring the discernment to people to make them understand. Once you start getting uh, traction with important topics that these people are talking about, they have a plan they put in place to publicly destroy you, and they will do whatever they can through the media and everywhere else they yeah. can find it to destroy people. We must use discernment, use that 48-hour rule, because more is going to happen on attacks on people who are patriots and are trying to help us. Right. <laughs> and that's right. it's very important that we, we stay focused on that, and that message is getting out through our communities as well. So we're working on it, um, but 
there's there's certain people that are professional infiltrators, all right? And I'm I'm about 95% sure that that certain person is being handled. So use discernment in the fact that that they're going to implant people into these movements and into every narrative to try to discredit it and let's make sure that we're doing our due diligence on that front to make sure right that on. we're on the right tar- on the right track. Right on. Spot on. Yep. I want to talk about you mentioned Q and I was amazed at how much Lynn Wood talked about Q and secondarily yep. amazed at your audience, if I may say so myself, your <laughs> audience standing up and cheering and going nuts. I am. I was yeah. shocked by that, Doug. Yeah. Tell me a little bit yeah. about your audience yeah. and their exposure to Q. Yeah. Well, so first of all, let me say that, I mean, I, I have not, I, I'm a Q guy. I mean, I'm not an expert. You guys know you, you know, you know, John and Amy, the, 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 the organizers of the Dallas QAnon John, I mean, come yeah. on, who, what better Q expert is there? Now I am not a Q expert. I, I have people on the show who are, but I, I, I don't shy away from Q. I, I welcome Q. You know, Q, to Lynn Wood, you know, in his speech, he did the same thing in Tulsa to a, a larger audience. But in our group, he mentioned Q and, he, and, and you, you heard him. He doesn't shy away from Q. What if, you know, Q, Lynn Wood's point was if, if Q is helping resolve and do away with the horror of child trafficking and child sex trading, then why would we want to shy away from Q? If Q is responsible for the recovery of a stolen presidential election or has any ability ability at all to help us regain our sense of morality within our republic, then why would we want to shy away from Q? So I, I have no problem talking about Q. I, and obviously, neither does Lynn Wood. So the people in my audience, that crowd, I think it was telling. I think, they're, that, I think that they're, you know, I'm for my show, guys, compared, I'm pretty mainstream, let's be honest. I, I don't go off on a lot of ledges. I don't take a deep dive into wacko worlds and, and I, and I don't, and I don't talk about, I I will not have people on (laughs) talk about Joe Biden being dead and multiple people, actors playing him and he's wearing a plastic mask. I just don't go down those rabbit holes. I just don't do it. It's not my style. It's not my shtick. And then most importantly, I don't believe it. So I'm with you. Um, I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm right next to you. I'm, I march right next to you on that front. I, I think yeah. a lot of that stuff's interesting. I love talking about it. I love, yeah. you know, considering the options of what's going on out there in the world. But let's focus on what's important here yeah. and what's right. what's right in front of us. Let's let's right. not get into yeah. flat Earth and the possibility of uh, nope. of Middle Earth before we handle what's going right. on on the surface. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm about I'm about truth, conservative patriotism, and God. And and the rest- the restoration of our republic as it's seen through the divine providence of God Himself. Amen. I it it does it does none of us it does none of us in the conservative movement any good to talk about and and conjecture about John F Kennedy Jr. being alive today. It does no good, none. And and moreover, that's a lie. He's not alive. And there it is. And I know some people in the Q community think that he is. Yeah. And so I get in big trouble when I say that. But, yeah, me too. But, here, but here's what I tell my audience. Okay, if you believe that he's alive, great. I put people on my show that believe that, that believe that John F. Kennedy Jr. is alive and he's got a role in the Trump campaign and this and that. Okay, and I will never, ever crucify them in the public square for saying it. I want them to give their opinion. I want to talk about it. And the gist of my show is that I will have people on from various backgrounds with various opinions, and I tell my audience every day, you are the most intellectually mature audience in all of podcast land because you can listen to all of this and make up your own darn mind. 
And that's what I'm about. Yeah, discernment is key for sure. Yeah. Yeah, very well said. And it's, now for, um, for those of you in your audience that, that believe that JFK Jr. is live, I don't mean to offend them. I'm just saying if they're if we're having an honest conversation and I don't, you know, it's what I do when I, I look at this camera and I see you guys, you're my friends and we're having a conversation. Um, and so I'm telling you where I'm at. I don't mean to offend anybody. No, don't worry about it. I'm not worried about offending anybody Make about your people who think that JFK Jr. is alive. We have discussed it, and I've tried to give them the guidance that that is how psyops happen. That is how they plant information on the Internet to make it look like events that happened that never happened. It is a version of a false flag. And, yeah. I, I, you know, we try and we try and we try. If you don't want to listen, then go go watch whoever. Yeah. Um, all right, so listen, for me – this is the key point that I that I got out of this. Number one, this discussion about the election and the evidence, obvious. Okay, so that's I mean for, for, for our our audience, I mean, duh. Thanks. The Mel K <laughs> broke down some information for me that I'm just baffled by, and I want to show you guys this. You can't see the poster, but it's a wanted poster for questioning by the American people through nationsinaction.org. Do me a favor. Go out there and check out the website, nationsinaction.org. So you're talking about Maria Zach. Maria Zach. Excuse me. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Stefano Serafini, Arturo Del Elia, uh, Alexander Nix, Matteo Renzi, Barack Obama, Joseph Biden, Gina Haspel, Giuseppe Conti. Hmm. That was a very interesting discussion about Conti. For those of you that may not have heard that, uh, he used to he got uh, controlled somehow. Uh, Ignacio Manchado, uh, Claudio Graziano, Jim Messina, Joseph Massoud is on this list, and two other operatives. The discussion that I had with Maria, thank you for correcting me, is a a very important one that I want to have with you. She discussed and how the Vatican, as we all know. Everything goes through the Vatican was very involved through once again Link Campus and the usual uh, people of Joseph Massoud and the rest that also linked to the same people that were part of the mid-year investigation who were very worried about the truth coming out about what happened in Hillary Clinton's emails that were also part of the FBI investigation into the false narrative of Russia collusion. It seems to me, Doug. That the reason why this election was was stolen in front of our faces is to make sure that that truth is not coming out. What do you think? I agree with you completely. I, I agree with you. Let's let's go back and start from the beginning of your of your observation there, the Vatican. So, I, we need to be clear that when we say in this case the Vatican might have been involved, we're not talking about the Catholic Church. We got to be clear about that. The Vatican is an independent country. All right, it's an independent state. They the Catholic Church doesn't have satellites that they're controlling and the Pope isn't up there, you know, you know, controlling satellites, the Vatican, there are some officials within the governmental body of the Vatican state that perhaps did. And that's what Maria is talking about. Um, There is, there's in, in our circles in the, in the, in the conferences that we attend, unfortunately, and again, this goes to the weakness of the conservative movement when we don't support each other, there's a vast hatred of the Catholic church in some, in some Christian circles. So that's, I'll just leave that as it is, but that's the truth and that's the facts and that's what what we're up against. It, some people, some other Christian denominations just don't like them. And so that's that. Um, Maria Zach is perhaps, and I mean, I can only think maybe one or two other people, but perhaps she is the most thoroughly researched person I've ever met in my life. Indeed. And and she, now Mike Lindell is up there on the list and his team, uh, Sidney Powell would be in that group as well. Uh, Patrick Byrne would be in that group, but but 
but Maria, uh, she's her entire focus is Italy and the influence and these these uh, IP addresses that are coming over and that cast of characters that you listed. Um, you know, you. I mean, Abe, you've got to you got to encourage your audience and, and not a shameless plug at all, not a plug at all. But Maria has been on my show several times. I will get her on your show. You need to have her. I'm on your show. I definitely am having her on. I I definitely had a conversation with her and I definitely want to have her on because there's so much great information she had there, especially Masood and some of the mid-year investigation guys. It's just all, it's like a light bulb went off for me. Of course, that's why they threw the election. Yeah, of course. And and your audience, if they want to do their prep, as you begin to schedule Maria to come on your show, if they go to DougBillings.us, just look up all of the shows are cataloged and find Maria Zach. And it will be some of the most important information that your audience could glean from anybody. And I'm talking Patrick Byrne, Mike Flynn, whoever. Maria Zach is a rock star. She she really is. And I want to get you guys, let me get you the link to that. It's it's the website. It's been dropped in there in chat several times. Uh, General McInerney and Maria Zach in the same show. Oh, yeah. That's quite impressive for sure. I think you, is that the, you've had her several times on though, right? Yeah. And, and McInerney and her both have been on a couple of times. McInerney and, and Maria Zach are regular guests on my show. I mean, good grief, you guys. I mean, how blessed are we to be able to talk to these people? Amen to that. You had our, our guy, uh, Robert Patrick Lewis from First Amendment Praetorian, last week to to kind of yep. get some exposure because we're yep. we had our crowdfunding taken down. So I appreciate you yep. uh, giving him some attention. Now, can I can I give you a little bit of breaking news about a new event that we just solidified today that I want to involve your group with? I would love to hear about this. Yes. Okay. So this is brand new. So in Branson, I met a woman by the name of Debbie Williams. Um, I don't know if you guys had a chance to meet her or not, but. And, and you may not remember this particular entertainer who I'm going to mention, but back in the day, he was very, very popular. He was a singer entertainer. His name was Andy Williams. A lot of good Christmas songs. Um, he discovered the Osmonds, Donnie and Marie Osmond and all yeah, that. Yeah, that, that name so, rings so, a bell. Yeah. So he goes back. He goes back a few decades. But, but um, clearly my generation and, the, and, and before would remember who Andy Williams is. At any rate, his wife was at the conference in Branson, Missouri, his widow. So Andy has passed away, but his wife, his widow was at the, and she came up to me and said, I love your show. Andy would absolutely love what you are doing. He was a patriot. You know, she said that you would be surprised that most entertainers in the day were patriots and believed in this Republic and believed in our country and so forth. So Debbie Williams uh, is going to sponsor an event in Springfield, Missouri, which is just an hour north of Branson in uh, November of this year. November 6th is the date we're pinpointing. Uh, General Flynn, Mike Lindell, Lynn Wood, and Patrick Byrne, all four of them. And I want you guys to be there. Excellent. I've got it all down. November 6th, Springfield, Missouri. One night affair. Just a one night affair. There's only going to be 500 tickets available. Uh, we're, it's going to go from four o'clock in the evening to 10 o'clock at night. And that's it. One night, boom, an intimate small event with those speakers talking. Um, and I'm going to moderate a panel with them. Uh, and it's going to be fantastic. Now I haven't even told Rob this. So your boss at Pretoria, a one Pretorian. So, uh, I'm breaking it right here with you guys. Hey, where's our fam? Fam, you guys out there? Some of you guys are our daily watchers. Uh, do you guys hear that? Get to work. Get to work prepping for November for November 6th. <laughs> Mark that down on the calendar, guys. Yep. We gotta, we'll add that Saturday. To the list. It's a Saturday. 
Well, That's awesome. This is going to be the yep. third time we're going to be in Missouri. I've never even been to Missouri before, and we get a chance to go check out Springfield. Hey, Missouri's a great state. It's the show me state. It's the center of the country. It's it's easy to get to. Uh, yeah, boom. We're there. It's, it's beautiful. That area, I tell you what, I'm really thinking about moving out that way at some Wasn't point. Wasn't that beautiful? Those Ozark oh, Mountains man. in Branson, Missouri, Table Rock Lake. I Unreal. Mean, Just yeah. absolutely beautiful. Joe, go ahead. Yeah, I know you want to get in here. Well, I was going to say, especially I live in Illinois. So, I mean, it's you're talking about flatland out here, man. And so when you go out to Missouri, in fact, we were following Greg over to the boat launch. He pulled over to uh, one of the side uh, uh, streets there and uh, let us see one of the amazing uh, sceneries. Uh, out there in Missouri, and I didn't want to leave. Honestly, I just wanted to hang out there. And of course, Abe Abe saw a golf course, and then then the brains really started. Man, we could go play golf right now. And so, yeah, it's yeah, truly amazing out I was there. Like, Hand me my driver for a thousand yard drive. Yeah, let's do <laughs> it. it. Rolling hills. Um, it was yeah, it, it's absolutely beautiful. In fact, even from the conference center, uh, you know, we walked out back there, and, and all of a sudden we had this amazing view uh, as well. Just something you don't get here in Illinois. Well, in you Branson, you know, you saw the strip. It's like the it's they call it the Vegas of the Ozarks. I mean, it's yep. it's it's I mean, it's there's a lot going on in Branson. That indeed, I didn't, had no idea that it was uh, the first thing I saw was the the fast go kart. So I told everybody we need to go go kart <laughs> yeah, racing. Right. Yeah, <laughs> awesome. Like, we get back over there. We're hitting that go kart track. I'm telling you. I love it. I love it. Um, the one quick topic, uh, about three minutes left, so we'll just kind of get through this quickly. A couple thoughts on generals, veterans, and citizens issue a petition accusing Secretary of Defense Austin of violating his oath to the U.S. Constitution. This this petition argues that critical race theory is a toxic Marxist ideology. Somebody tell uh, uh, what Millie to go read a book about because he's he's really well read. So tell him to go read a book about critical race theory. Maybe he'll learn about it. Uh, um, and, and it's anti-constitutional objectives. The the uh, link is right here, committee to support and defend.org. Those of you, there's a huge veteran community, obviously, that uh, watches the channel out there, and I need you guys to do me a favor. Go to this website, sign this petition, and let's see if we can get some uh, more exposure about these woke generals. Thoughts on woke generals, Doug? Um, we've got a problem. Uh, gentlemen in the United States military, I, General Milley is a problem. If he's he, if he is, and I have no reason to suspect that he would be telling us, you know, anything other than what he believes. If he thinks that we ought to be reading and becoming aware of critical race theory, we've got a problem. Uh, there was a time, and I've had you mentioned you were kind enough to mention that General McInerney, Tom McInerney, has been on my show. He 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 recalled, you know, there were times the the U.S. military when you when you become an officer, you are encouraged at least back in the day, you were encouraged to write about patriotism, to write, you know, original pieces of work and literature about uh, your feelings on leadership, on patriotism, on on the divine providence of God, all of that, you know, the founding, the documents, and so forth and so on. And what we have now is Millie professing that we should not do that, but but rather study critical race theory and thinking, are you kidding me? And then you had you may recall just a few months ago, an airman from the Air Force, the commander, a commander yeah. in the Space Force, was de- was fired because he stood up against all of that stuff. And this is what we sh- against communism and socialism. This is what we sh- we want to encourage our military to do: is speak up against those enemies who we've already defeated, who have a proven record of destroying whatever culture they touch. And yet now we have one of the rank the 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 chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff is telling us that he's encouraging men and women in our armed services to support and read about and become aware of 
maybe, you know, critical race theory. I understand if he's saying you got to know your enemy, you know, bring your enemy in, get to know him. That's one thing. But to make it part of the curriculum, no. Yeah, keep your enemies close. Yeah, or was it? Keep, keep your, your friends, friends close. close and your enemies keep closer. your enemies closer. Yeah, I get that part too. But man, it, talk about, I, I don't know, what is it with these, with, with the generals and, and a lot of this military it's, and I know Abe's got a, a few comments about this. China freaking owns great China owns Raytheon. And there's, there's one, the military industrial complex is owned by globalists and they're shoving it down the throats of the military because they know it's going to weaken us. There you go. Yep. There yeah, you go. There's truth to that. There's truth to that. Absolutely. You're spot on. All right, guys. Appreciate you guys very much. Doug Billings with us today for one more hour. Gracious with his time. He's obviously a very busy man uh, taking time out of his day to take calls from you guys. So make them good. Make them directed towards Doug. No news blitzes today. Just just uh, ask your questions towards Doug and we'll get as many of you guys in here as possible. We are at the top of the hour, which means Rise Attire. USA.com is the official show sponsor of Brothers Uncensored and UncensoredAve.com. Go to RiseAttireUSA.com. Of course, they got defunded. They got all of their funding mechanisms taken out. And because of you guys, you're helping to raise funds. They still need help. Go to RiseAttireUSA.com. And if you can help them get their structure back in place, they're targeting our advertisers. I don't freaking think so. You're never going to stop us, Rise Attire. Check them out. We've reached a pivotal moment in the Great Awakening. Culture was hijacked and weaponized a long time ago, but now, we see it as the final battlefront of the information war of good versus evil. So, get in. We're hijacking it back for the cause. Here at Rise Attire, we spit on the garbage narratives of mainstream media propaganda. It's a means to an end for the agenda of the corporate elite globalist cabal. Welcome to Clown World. It's all a fake joke. But you're not. You are real. So, recognize us? We are Rise Attire and we've got the solution for all your based apparel needs. We do premium, top shelf, cut and sew apparel that's 100% made in America and 100% evil free, guaranteed. Mimetic messaging and dope style will have you maneuvering through clowns with swagger in no time. Plant red pills in the minds of normies, attract more base people into your life, and give a big middle finger to the system. Go to RiseAttireUSA.com now. Repping truth never looks so good. Rise proudly sponsors Brothers Uncensored. Use promo code ABEWAVE for 10% off your first purchase. RiseAttireUSA.com. Check them out when you get time. A 10-minute rapid-fire segment from Joe and then your call. Stand by, guys. There's the rapid fire opener. Let me, um, let me get, Doug, do you want to talk on, on screen about what you just received or do you want to hold that back for right now? Yeah, no, I'm, I'm, it's, it's okay. Yes, yes, please. Let me fix my zoom and get you back up on the screen because I had to prep for the other, uh, the other transition. That is okay though. Um, you just, you said in the background that you just received an email. What did you receive? friendships on our side sorry guys uh he just received a test message from lynn wood go ahead doug yep 
Linwood, we, we are, this is what, this is a testimony to the friendships that the conservative people within our movement and within our audience and all that can develop. So, you know, I had met Linwood in Tulsa. He came to Branson. We had some private time with him. He knows, you know, Tara and I got engaged, this and that and the other thing. So Linwood, I had reached out to him and I wanted him to be a part of the wedding. And, and I had asked Linwood if he would ordain our marriage to be the officiant at our, at our wedding. And he has agreed to do that. Wow. And, and he, and he said, not only that, how would you like to have it at my plantation cottonwood in South Carolina? No way. So, yeah. And so we're going to do that. Yeah. That is do, awesome. You know, we're going to do that. I, we're, Actually, don't tell me where the, what city. We have to talk after. I, I was uh, stationed in Beaufort, South Carolina, so I spent a lot of time in South Carolina. I absolutely have a place in my heart for South Carolina. I miss it, and I love it. I miss the yeah. people, especially. The people of South Carolina are amazing people. Yes, they are. Yeah, and, and uh, the wedding in this all is not in Charleston. It's not in it, but Charleston, South Carolina is one of my favorite cities on the entire planet. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. That and Savannah, two great cities right there. Savannah, side side. yes, yes, yep. Indeed. Joe, you got a rapid fire segment. Uh, give, me, give me some headlines, make it as quick as possible. Doug, if you got a comment on any of these, feel free to hop in. Joe, what do you got for us today, bro? Yeah, I'll just try to run through these real quick with you guys. Uh, this one actually came out of Yahoo News, but the Haiti is upheaval. We haven't really discussed this much on the show since we've been gone. Um, so obviously the president was assassinated at home. There's lots of information coming out about this. Just something I kind of wanted to mention about. Any comments on that, guys? What's going on in Haiti right now? Well, this guy this guy had a reputation of being a kind of a Nazi authoritarian ruler. And, you know, Haiti... Haiti is pretty lawless anyway, guys. I mean, let's be yep. honest. I mean, God bless the people of Haiti. Um, it's, it's, it's terribly, I mean, tragic. I mean, no matter the guy's politics, we don't need assassinations going on in the world. Exactly. I, I have to go for the smart-ass comment. Chuck up another one for the Clinton body count. Go ahead, Joe. Boom. Yes. <laughs> Gateway Pundit just dropped this. China uh, upped its donations to the Biden Center 400% with $50 million in donations after Biden announced his campaign. Anybody surprised by that? Uh, let me think. Nope. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's an easy one. All right. Next one. American military news. Massive uh, new LinkedIn data breach hits 92% of users. How hacker did it? And yes, you should worry. I am on LinkedIn and I will have to change that password. Um, so obviously there are still more data breaches that are occurring, uh, all across the United States, all across the world. Just something I thought we'd bring up. Well, before you said you were on LinkedIn, I was going to say the only people that belong to LinkedIn are people who were raised giving, having been given participation trophies by their parents. LinkedIn is a, is a, is a platform for pussies. Thank you very much. (laughs) Well, here's what's funny, Doug. Honestly, the only reason I'm on it is because everybody, I got kicked off of Facebook who had all my contacts from high school and stuff. Same with Twitter. And once I got kicked off of both of those platforms, I had all my friends on my LinkedIn. So literally all it says is brothers uncensored on there and that's it. There's nothing else on there other than that. But moving on the Epoch yeah, Times. That's good stuff. Doug, Doug Billings comes in uncensored it's for so us. It's true though. I love it. <laughs> um, <laughs> Myo, is it Myocarditis? Higher than yes. expected. That, that uh, was a girl that Abe used to date back in college. It was a, she was a, she was biracial. Go ahead. <laughs> higher, higher than expected, which is also true. Among male military members after second mRNA COVID nineteen vaccine dose. This is an amazing study. Um, I just wanted to bring that up. Any comments there, Abe? 
No, just these are some of the ones from uh, uh, Joe, added to Joe's News Blitz that I caught during the week while I was gone. So many of you have already seen some of these. Just wanted to make sure we get them documented. Appreciate it. Hey, you guys. guys, I will say this about that. Uh, in Branson, you met Chris, uh, Kristen Kingston. Yes. Uh, yes. Th- she used to work. Karen. She, she, Karen. What did I say, Kristen? I meant yeah. Karen. Yes. Gosh, forgive me, Karen. No problem. Karen Kingston um, was, worked for Pfizer and is now a whistleblower. Yes. And she is going to be on the show this week. I will get her on your show show you guys she's she's going to be uh an influencer the likes of which we rarely see because of what she knows and let me just tell your tease your audience with this if you've heard of the term shedding with regards to the, to the jab it's real it exists and, and a- karen, karen will talk talk about that and the topic of this article she she's she's one you want to pay attention to Absolutely. That's something I definitely picked up. Abe, I know, picked that up as well. Talked to her in the green yeah, room. Yeah, I definitely had a conversation with Karen and got her <laughs> card, too. I'm like, I need you, I need you to come on my show because we have some uh, some whistleblowers and some people in the industry as well that have been guiding our information that we give out to people. Um, and wait till you see what she has. She has all the patents, you guys. So wait till you see it. Uh, stand by for that. Coming up next week on Doug Billing Show as well. Amazing. Amazing. Uh, This one, very interesting as well. New emails raise new allegations of influence peddling by Hunter Biden and direct knowledge of President Biden. Uh, This is also a couple of days old, just something we wanted to put out there as well. Uh, Tearful Michael Avenatti sentenced to two and a half years in prison. Bust, poor <laughs> that's guy. That's such a happy story. I love that. <laughs> I know, right? That's that's the best comment right there. Nine years ago, Andrew Breitbart revealed Obama's ties to critical race theory, Godfather, and corporate media waved it away. Very interesting article by the Federalist. If you guys get a chance, go check that out. Bill Barr and the American Thinker, another great article. Let me widen that a little bit. Um, this one, Bill Barr reemerges spotlights total corruption of the DOJ. Definitely check that one out by the American Thinker. Well, the Thinker. Department of Just Us. Go ahead, Joe. There you go. Exactly. <laughs> largest teacher. Uh, this was actually Zero Hedge. Largest teachers union uh, quietly scrubs pro CRT agenda items from it. What from its website? Hmm, I wonder why. Uh, Fox News, Michigan Auditor General, to review whether COVID-related nursing home deaths were underreported. That of course they were. familiar, doesn't it? Yes, it does. The last one I wanted to comment on because I didn't get a chance to talk about it on Monday. As you guys know, I always try to bring you the Illinois angle. And uh, in, unfortunately, sad news. In July alone, guys, 178 total shot in Chicago. Uh, it's not a great start to a July uh, that we know uh, it's just going to get worse. We have year to date 2,118 total shot in seven months in the Chicago area. That's pretty much all I had for you guys today. Back to you. 2,118 shot, 378 some uh, Yeah, 385 homicides. 385 homicides, which means... Let's see, roughly fifteen hundred people released from jail from Chicago public uh, into, into the Chicago public because the person didn't die. Great work by Chicago on your justice system. Unbelievable, man! This it's swampier than swamp here. But I have seen some recent articles and more stuff coming out um, about uh, Madigan, the mafia, and everything else. There's still more stuff going on with that, so I'm still holding on 
that some of that stuff will be exposed. There's a lot coming out on that for sure. It's very interesting to see how that's playing out. I wonder if uh, if Rom's emails are still biting him in the ass. That'd be great to see. Uh, um, what did I want to say? Oh, Joe's official rapid fire segment is brought to you by StarveRockGolf.com. Those guys are I have uh, signed a deal with us for Can't the for the first month. And do me a favor, guys. Help go to the go to the StarveRockGolf.com. Hold on. If you can hear you, stand by one. Go to StarveRockGolf.com. Do me a favor. Go over there, and if you're missing a club, if you're missing a putter, or you want a sweet Cubs putter, go over to the website and check it out when you guys get time. Uh, Bruce, can you hear me? Obviously not. Yeah. Can you hear me, brother? I uh, can't hear you, bro. Bruce, uh, I can't hear you. I'm going to put it in the chat so you can um, so you can try resetting your system, but I don't know what's going on, man. All right, uh, let's see here. Denise is in the house, our correspondent from across the pond. We haven't talked to Denise in a couple of months. It's good, or a couple of weeks. It's going to be good to hear from her. Stand by as we get her in there. Uh, what are we up to here? Uh, 3,400 gold pills. Jeez, Sean, Joe, and Skeeter. Thank you guys very kindly for the support of the channel. We appreciate you guys very much. KH Farmer out there hanging out. Don't worry, Mayor Beetlejuice will take care of it. Yeah, right. Uh, go and go figure. Palladius out there. Need any golf clubs? Thank you guys for putting that out there. Jedi, Healer, and the rest of you. God bless you all. Thanks for joining us here. Isaiah and the Twitch fam, the Twitch loyal, have, have entered. Appreciate you guys. Denise, how's the tea today? It's hot. I've just made it. Well, that's fantastic, Denise. We have missed you. Uh, like Abe said, we haven't talked to you in what feels like a couple of weeks. What's going on over there on your side of the pond? Believe it or not, I've missed you two scruffs as well. <laughs> well, thank you. Appreciate that. You're welcome. Doug, I have three questions. and um, Please excuse my ignorance because I don't know much about you. But the three questions are, are you considering running for office? Two, if so, when? And three, if so, where? My goodness. I uh, am actually going to throw my hat in to be the Prime Minister of Great Britain. Thank you very much, Denise. I, uh, <laughs> I don't know if I'm allowed to do that or not, but I'm going to pretend. Uh, I, I, I am not, uh, first of all, I probably have too many skeletons in the closet and I, I, I love doing what I'm doing right here. I think that the largest impact that I can have is, um, is commenting upon uh, the political arena that we're in and offering opinion and guests that can talk about that. So, no, I think I'm perfectly content doing this. Now, having said that, it's crossed my mind. It really has crossed my mind to run for the, the, the Congress and the Senate. We will see. But I'm pretty happy right now. We'll, we'll have to. I never say never. Uh, we'll have to see. There are lots of skeletons in closets in Congress. I don't think that you would be in the minority. No, I, I, I would. Way. I would be able to sail through. I think that. Yeah, I, believe me. Um, what I know about the folks that are currently serving pales in comparison to any of the shenanigans I might have been involved in in my past. Exactly that. Exactly that. Well, um, I'm enjoying your conversation. Um, what little I could get of it after Foxhall went barney, then D-Live went barney, and then, um, uh, uh, you know, you sort of, I missed quite a bit of it. But there you go. That's how things are. Did you see Dan Crenshaw um, stamping his feet and getting all uh, and thumping tables saying, get critical race theory out of the schools and out of military? He, I think he's going to push for that through um, Congress. I, I do. Is that for me? Is that one? 
Yeah. 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 So yeah, Dan, so cringe. So there is, you know, after January 6th, I lost faith in a lot of our, a lot of our, our Republicans. And yeah, so he for, dropped in my esteem as yeah, well. So, after that. Yeah. So for me, you know, the jury may still be out, maybe not a complete decision about Dan Crenshaw. I, I'm not convinced. Here's what I'll say about Dan. I think that his intentions are probably good, although he's not convinced me personally, and this is just my opinion. He's not convinced me that he's not a rhino. I'll put it that way. Completely agree. No. I'm very frustrated with the the politicians who came out uh, with the idea of labeling an insurrection or labeling it a violent thing. I think yeah. um, you know, yeah. inform yourself first before you make decisions like or, you know something right. public like that. Right. Yeah, I agree with that. And have you noticed how many more are um, being revealed? You know, the um, people that President Trump has. Um, backed to to run in the 2022s how the um republicans are putting other people in against them surely if they backed trump and backed the republicans and backed the constitution they will be throwing everybody everything behind the people that donald trump nominates not trying right. to put somebody else in against them right uh, agree with you completely i think i have a couple of thoughts about that um there, there are a lot of people uh, currently serving who I once upon a time admired and, and even have had some on my show. Marsha Blackburn is one of them. Now, now look, on, on January 6th, Marsha Blackburn lost all credibility for me. Her, and I, I hate to say it because I, I was a big fan of hers. I loved her. I thought she was a great. But when, when, when people who were going to question the Electoral College and the results of the election and then the, the left, the Black Lives Matter, the Antifa, the violent insurrection by the other side, which is who started it. And then people like Marsha Blackburn and Lindsey Graham and others all of a sudden lose their balls, right? They lose the, the wind out of their sails, just cut right out and they don't pursue what they originally set out to do that. So the insurrectionists, the democratic party in this, in this country no longer exists in the elected class. What we have are commu socialists and they won the day on January 6th. They won it. They, they caused that riot. They caused the chaos. And it took the wind out of everyone who was weak-minded. And the only two that come to my mind now, and gentlemen, and Denise, you may want to correct me, the only two that had the guts to stand firm were Josh Hawley and Ted Cruz. Indeed. Everyone else, everyone else abandoned President Trump. Exactly. And abandoned us. Abandoned us because we were there. And us. Good point, Abe. Yeah. I I was there on the steps filming and showing people what was happening. We did a show, and as soon as we got back, if anybody didn't see that show, I mean, please go back and watch that. You'll see us point out infiltration. Well, you'll see us point out agitators, and they're on film, and a lot of that disappeared somehow. <laughs> Funny that, isn't it, Alan? Denise, may I may I ask what part of the UK you are in? Are you able to say I'm, that? Yeah, I'm about um, 30 to 40 minutes away from Stonehenge. I'm in the southwest. Wonderful. In okay. Wiltshire. Well, that, so that's that, where uh, I'm located. England and Ireland and 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 parts of Scotland are are the uh, that's where my heritage, my people come from, and it's my bucket list to get over there and uh, love, to, <laughs> love to spend some time over there. Well, it's it's beautiful around this area. It really is beautiful. Lots yeah. of history. We've got houses here that are older than your country. 
Oh, I know it. I, I, so in my, in my prior life on business trips, I've been to Europe, especially Germany. I spent a lot of time in what would fly into Hamburg and then go up to a little town called Lübeck. And I might, that's exactly what my, I Lubecca. took a week in. What's that? Lübecka. Yeah. Lübecka. Yes. Yes. Um, and I noticed when I saw these churches and these buildings that were built in the 1200s, I was going, we don't have anything that old in the United States, except the dirt, I mean, or the rocks, right? Yeah. That's it. So yeah, I get it. <laughs> yeah. 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 Anyway, that, that was it. I'll, I'll clear the line now and let you. Thank you, Denise. God bless you. And you and good luck, Doug. Thank you. Cheers. Night, boys. Denise, God bless you. Have a great evening. Much love, and Denise. You. Have a good one. Good to hear from you. Bye. Gotta love it. Gotta love it when you hear. Gosh, that's you. great. You guys across the pond. Awesome. Yeah, we, maybe we can get a couple of our Aussie mates to hop in here too and get, give us a call. There's a, there's a great eclectic worldwide audience that watches. It's amazing how that happens. I love it. I love it. I get I get people going going to my website from Africa. Figure that. Oh one yeah, out. I get it too. I think I've received multiple messages from every country in the world except China and Iran, and I mean that. I mean I think everybody has chimed in and you guys it's a testimony to you and the work you do you are a light to the world and our conservative message shines beyond boundaries of countries and i i sure hope so because um you know we got a long way to go in this world before we we really get get back um to where you know humanity should be at this point can we evolve as humans please cage farmers in the house he's over in illinois enjoying the fun over there as well cage farmer how are you today bro Oh, yeah, it's a fun, lovely crap show over here in the uh, final state of Illinois. How you guys doing? Uh, it's great my to prayer, hear from you, My prayers cage. are with you. Anybody in Illinois, God bless you all. Uh, Lori Lightfoot and, and the communist socialist regime in Illinois is a problem. It is definitely a problem. This was actually a really surprise. This, today's been rather mundane around here. I mean, we had all the big news that, that dropped out yesterday. with the, That, must, the mean, that must mean only 75 people have been shot. Go ahead. <laughs> Exactly. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. We'll, we'll call that average day, average day in Illinois. Um, and, you know, it's not all of Illinois. It's mostly just Chicago. Uh, the rest of Illinois, in my opinion, is a very red area. I mean, out, out where I'm at, there are Trump flags just absolutely everywhere flying. And, you know, it's not until you get into the, uh, the in, into more of the deep suburbs and whatnot where you see anything crazy still going on. I mean, you'll see people riding down the road by themselves on bicycles with masks on out here. It's like it never even existed, but this, this, this I get to talk to Doug Billings today. That is a big, big surprise for me. And I am very happy and brothers. Thank you for having Doug on. And, you know, <clears throat> Trump dropped that lawsuit, that class action lawsuit yesterday. And, you know, Doug, I, w- I was very sad when you got kicked off of YouTube, and, and I, I still follow you, and you, you do some great work. Are you, are you thinking about jumping in on that lawsuit? Uh, I actually, it's funny that you mentioned that. So I just recorded a show prior coming on to uh, to the Good Brothers here. Um, I I am going to sign on and be part of that lawsuit. Yeah, That's fantastic news. That's fantastic. I, I think that, you know, not not just about the censorship, not just about free speech, but there's a whole lot of stuff that can get introduced in, into this. And, you know, I was watching another show yesterday and, and, you know, a lot of people got kicked off right around the time the laptop from hell dropped. And if you're going to talk about people getting nuked off of YouTube and off of Twitter and whatnot, that laptop was heavily involved in that. And, you know, how do you introduce evidence uh, legally? You know, I, that, I, I don't know, maybe. Yep. Right. And I, you know, 
And I, and I think the brilliance of President Trump is again on display with regards to this lawsuit. So what he's doing, it's not a matter of winning or losing. Really, that's not the point. The point is the introduction of evidence and the introduction of the dialogue and the conversation that we all need to have. And he's now going to push it into the public square, whereas before it would never have done, have been able to, to we would never have had that opportunity. And so this again, I mean, President Trump is absolutely brilliant. And, and I got to tell you, folks, and, and Cage Farmer, he, Trump, and words are important, Trump is rarely wrong, rarely. And he is pushing this right where it needs to go. And again, I'll say this, it's not about winning or losing. And this may go through the court system and some judge, some wacko judge, maybe it's not about that. It's about beginning the dialogue and the conversation so that when he comes back into office, we can pick up right where we left off and he's gonna sweep it out. He's gonna destroy it all. And, they're, then, and they will be held accountable. I mean, I'm talking about the big tech, Facebook, Twitter, and Google, who are in this lawsuit. And yes, you better be damn sure I'm going to be involved in all of that. That's great news, man. That's great news. And, and I wish this lawsuit all the best of luck. And, and you know, that's, it really is about just getting the information more and more mainstream and getting more and more of the public involved in this and opening people's eyes to what has been going on for so long. And you're, you're 100% right about Trump. He's rarely, rarely wrong. And if he's ever wrong, it's because he trusted the wrong person. And that rarely happens. And when it does happen, it, it's very noticeable. But he, the, the timing on this, the timing on this is just absolutely impeccable. And I think this is, uh, we are at a, right. a pivotal turning point right now. I really like where right. we're headed. Right. I agree with you. I, all those comments, and I'll, and I'll say this about what you just said about his you know, his, his, his track record of accuracy. The, the only problem Trump had was that in his inner circle, there were way too many rhinos in his cabinet. There were, there were too many people betrayed president Trump and nobody, not even president Trump could anticipate the depth and the breadth and the width of the deep state. And really that was what got him. And, uh, but I think he's learned his lesson. We, we saw all of these, even mad dog Mattis. I mean, he just wasn't loyal and we gotta, we gotta be able to admit as conservatives we need to vet and root out the rhinos. And so that was the Achilles heel of President Trump. But God love him. I think he's the best president this country has ever had. And uh, KH Farmer, I appreciate you and, and your life in Illinois. And you're right. And, and, and you hit on something else that's very important to mention. As you talk about your Trump flags and the, and the countryside of Illinois and the state in general, I'll tell you this. The vast majority of people in this country live their lives with conservative values. And I don't care what they call themselves, libertarians, Democrats, Republicans, the vast majority of people in this country go to church, work hard, believe in God, want liberty, want freedom, and they want their vote to count. And they believe in traditional family values, and they don't believe that any amount of surgery or hormones can change your sexual identity. Thank you very much. It's <laughs> 100%, 100%. And, uh, yeah, I also just wanted to say one last thing. Thank you, brothers, for all the hard work you guys did, live streaming and everything. The events were great. Uh, it's good that you guys are there and you're documenting all of this stuff. And it's just a fantastic job, bro. It's a fantastic job. It's really quite the honor to be able to to be part of this, bro. It's uh, it's amazing how God has guided us here. Uh, a long weekend for Joe and I together. You know, it's uh, we haven't. When's the last time we spent a week together, Joe? <laughs> 
high school. <laughs> oh <laughs> so, my gosh! So it's been like twenty years. You know, know. So so earlier today, she was like, "I think I'm taking a break." I'm like, "Dude, come on, <laughs> we, <laughs> we forget all the bullshit from seven days together. Rip, come into the point where we want to rip each other's throats out." You know what I'm saying? Let's let's let's, let's focus here. So you know, it's uh, it's not easy, bro. It's really not, and we're. You know, you know the story of me and my family. This is bringing us together. So we're rebuilding relationships, and it's so that part of it is also difficult, especially since uh, you know the, the doctors are, are just have decided to let my father just suffer and die from um, from um, you know serving in Vietnam. It's just so fucking frustrating. So we got a lot happening in the family as well. So, but the, the, I wanted to transition here real quick. You said something that I wanted to discuss. And that was in general Flynn discussion in Dallas at the at the first day, and the discussion that we were outmaneuvered. I think that's very interesting when the discussion of a plan and everyone freaking out about a where's your plan now. Um, that's a pretty interesting interesting discussion when you put it in the context of what you just said in the in that the rhinos are what they did not plan for. Yeah, I mean, um, there's. When we and again, this goes back to one of the common themes themes that I bring up continually is we have to, as conservatives, as people who believe in in our movement and, and that have truth on our side, we have to be truthful with ourselves. That, that you know we have not been involved. Our, in general, our people, our the, the 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 good people across this country, who are conservative, have not been involved as much as the other side. Now the other side. They, they motivate, they, 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 um, they gather, they plan, they put things together. Now they stick together. All of it, all of it is done not to better the country, but to dismantle it. So they're not doing this out of a sense. No, don't do me like that again. Of morality, but we don't do that. We didn't have, you know, we wonder how, what some people go, how is it possible that in Maricopa County or in Philadelphia or wherever or in Detroit that we can just be pushed out of the the election room and not have anyone on our side monitor this why did we just get pushed out well we we didn't have the numbers and and we don't get involved and there were a few people knocking on the door and and getting their phones out and and recording but we haven't done it so the gist of this is we we need to just be honest we need to get involved and some people can't leave that you know, some people can't run for office. Some people can't, you know, go to the school board meetings. Okay, I get it. But you need to try. You need to try to get involved. You need to do more. If you, need, you know, you know what a good website I always recommend is AmericaFrontlineDoctors.org because they've got a legal section over there where you can go and click on it. And there's templates where you can just write a letter to your congressman. They've got the verbiage all there. All you got to do is plug in your congressman or your senator's name and send it. And they've got phone numbers. And so if you can't get involved and run for office, and if you can't go down to the local school school board meeting or your city council meeting or your county commissioner meeting or whatever, you know, pick up the phone, make a call, write letters. Oh, that doesn't make any impact. It does make an impact. It does. And then finally, on this topic, here's one thing that we really nobody does. And me included, prior to me being involved in this show and doing what I'm doing, I never paid attention to the judges on the ballots, you know, all these judges up for, Soros sure did. you know, they're just going, yes, 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 yes. But the other side does you damn right. They do. And they know exactly what these judges are standing for and how they're going to vote. And we need, when I say get involved, it means be informed. It means get out there and research these judges 
and get the the radical left judges out. We talked about uh, we talked about uh, Soros targeting secretaries of state, judges, and attorneys general. That's I mean, <laughs> they're constantly going after us, constantly going after us. Joe, I forgot that our new plan was coming into place. You I have the it. keys to the call in. Guide the show, bro. Thanks, brother. Appreciate it. All right, Cage Farmer. Any other final words for Doug before we let you go? We're going to bring Bruce Wayne in next. Oh, uh, yeah. Just one last thing. Uh, hi, Bruce. How's it going, buddy? Um, Good, Cage Farmer. Good. Doug is absolutely right. Getting involved at the local level, uh, going to the school board meetings. Uh, there's a couple people out there talking about it. One of them just actually formed a newer channel on the Foxhole. Uh, Digital Soldier Network. Um, I can't remember his name off the top of my head, but getting involved at the precinct level. And I think uh, there's another guy out there talking about it too, Dan Schultz. Uh, there's uh, hundreds of thousands of precinct level positions that are just unfilled in the Republican exactly Party right. at the precinct level. Exactly right. And we need to get involved there. And uh, I'm not going to put her too much on the spot, but I have a certain someone that might be sitting a couple feet from me right now that is thinking about dipping her feet in that pool as well. Yes, so, please uh, do. Please dip do. your feet, honey. Dip your feet. Do it. Do it. I mean, we need we need everybody we can. It is the conservative women that are saving us right now. There is no doubt in my mind that it is the conservative women who are saving us from the brink. Well, yeah, one hundred percent. And I will say this: uh, God bless you all. God bless America. God bless Donald J. Trump, President of the United States. Bruce Q. Wayne, enjoy your call. You guys have a good one. Much love. Thank Much you, love, Cage Farmer. Farmer. Thank you. Take care, Cage. Good one, brother. Take care. Welcome back, Brothers Uncensored. Doug Billingsley, thank you so much for joining us today. Uh, Doug Billings. I, have, uh, I don't know. Are, 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 are you sorry, related to the Billingsleys, Doug? How much money you got in your pocket? That's all right. I get I get the Barbara Billingsley thing every once in a while. It creeps back in. That's okay. No harm. <laughs> no foul. That's all good. So, no, no, no apologies. No, that's good. I had the same question as KH Farmer. Uh, were you joining the lawsuit? You answered that question. Thank you very much. Uh, I want to touch on something and ask your opinion. Uh, New York State, Bonehead de Blasio, or as I like to call him, de Bozo, and uh, Killer Cuomo. What's your take? Uh, what needs to be done? Get rid of these knuckleheads. And do we have a chance of getting somebody in the conservative movement into the Mariel? position or the uh, governorship in New York City, New York State, Albany. Yeah. The idiot lifting the mandate for the masks just before his daughter's wedding a week er- later, right? Imagine that. Right. So much to so much we could talk about with that. So um let me let me start with let me start with Cuomo and, and go from there. So during the course of this show, we've I've commented upon the fact that we need to circle our wagons around our own kind, and the other side circle circles their wagons. The, the Democrats, um, and again, if you watch my show, there are no Democrats in the in the elected class. They're all commu socialists. They've all blended communism and socialism together, and so there are no more Democrats. They circle their wagons now. With Cuomo, Cuomo's crimes are so egregious. They're so horrific. These elderly people in these nursing homes, what I'm talking about, it's so outrageous and so horrible that even the most intellectually immature of any Democrat communist socialist is going to say, I'm washing my hands of Cuomo, I'm done with him, and he's going to be fed to the sharks. I, I still think his political future is not, he may finish his term, I don't think he's going to be impeached. Uh, is he going to face crimes? There's going to be people that file lawsuits against Cuomo 
he's pretty much toast. Uh, he, he is, oh my gosh, I, I, I could, he's terrible. He, he's absolutely out of there. De Blasio, God, it when just when you look at Cuomo and say, how could anybody be any worse? How could anybody be any possibly less intelligent than Cuomo? I give you Bill de Blasio, um, absolutely an idiot in every aspect of not only how he's managed that city, but how he's managed his own career. He's, he's, he's an idiot. Um, do we have hope to get someone from our side in? Actually, I, we might. I, I, I think, now I don't know who the person is yet. I think that here's what I know. When the communist socialists throw forth all of this chaos, which is their mantra, it's right from their playbook. When they want things to go their way, they inject chaos. And you've heard other people say it. If we don't have a crisis, we'll create a crisis. And no crisis shall go to waste. So if there's nothing that sprouts up organically on its own, they create the chaos. An example, we saw it all last year. COVID happened in China. It was released. It goes. That was what we call an organic, intentional chaos. Now, <clears throat> the, the Communist Socialist Party looks at this and go, now what can we come up with? We know that if we shut things down, people will go stir crazy. Um, New York, first on board with shutting everything down. And, and you know, they, they hurt and destroyed people who typically and historically support them, i.e. actors and actresses on Broadway, just as an example. They destroyed their careers. Destro- they, nobody could work. Now, this is on a grander scale happened across the country. And if so the chaos, they're thinking now that the shutdown's here and we're going crazy, what do we need? All we need is something to light a fuse. And you know what the fuse was, of course, that blew everything up. And then that the, the, the communist socialists capitalized on was George Floyd. That was the fuse that blew everything up. You had a body cam, you had cameras, you had people on the street filming it, this and that. Um, and, and it blew up. Blasio. Cuomo are done. Do we get somebody in? I think so. I think it's possible. Possible. The thing is, everybody's leaving. And I guess my final point is, in order to find, you know, victory in all of this, in order to become better people, those of you who are athletes understand this, those of you who have overcome adversity and challenges in life, because your parents taught you how to, you understand this. Anybody who's faced with a tragedy who comes out and overcomes, understands what I'm about to say. We have a problem in this country because the last four or five, maybe six generations of parents have raised children to believe that they don't need to compete. They don't need to overcome because I'm going to give you a participation trophy and I'm going to take care of you. And oh, don't, ma- don't worry if you can't pay your way. I'm going to take care of you. No one is taught how to overcome and greet and welcome, in fact, challenges in your life. Challenges should not be something we're afraid of. Sometimes they're cast upon us and we're faced with the loss of a loved one, for example. But even in that instance, we overcome. And on the other side of all of that is blessing and wonder and joy that God always intends us to find. The other side doesn't have any concept of that. And the evidence that I point you to is 2016 when Trump won and you saw the tears the chaos, the mental breakdowns, because that side doesn't know how to handle defeat and they need a safety room to go take a college exam. It's absolute. And I'm glad I can cuss on your show because I, I can't on mine. That's bullshit. And, and we need to overcome that. And so my fear is that New York still has a lot of these pansies who believe in participation trophies, who don't have the guts to see the adversity and the nightmare that de Blasio and Cuomo have cast upon them 
and won't have the courage to vote at the ballot box. But maybe I'm wrong, but I think there's hope. Okay. Sorry for that long answer. No, that's good. Do you know who Curtis Sliwa is? I do. No, I Yes, but I don't know enough about him to be able to make an intelligent conversation about okay. him. He's the one who's running for mayor right now uh, in New York. I don't know. I, I, I knew player. that, but I, I don't. I've got to research the guy. I've, I've got to. Yeah. Head of the Guardian Angels for 35, 40 years. Oh, yeah. Oh. So what do you think of him? What do you think? I, I mean, love we, him. I've, I've, I've met him personally on numerous occasions. I actually uh, joined his organization out here on Long Island. There really is no need for guardian angels out here on Long Island now. Uh, but I tried and then I wound up going to college and kept in touch with him a little bit. He's uh, running for mayor in New York. I would love to see him take over and then go for governorship, maybe after his term as mayor. Uh, the problem is New York City outweighs everybody in terms of the number of socialist Democrats. So I think that he's going to have a really hard time gaining support from the socialist communist movement. Although there are some Democrats leaning libertarian, I guess that he may have some minor success. Um, I don't know with his radio show. There's a lot of people who love him. There's a lot of people who hate him. Well, I, I tell you what, Bruce, if you if you have the ability to work with with Abe and Joe and if, I mean, I would love to have him on the show on my show. And, and if, if we can help him in any way, I, I'm at his service. I haven't been in touch with him in about seven or eight years, um, but I'll try to reach out to his people and say, because we had him at we had him at my synagogue and he gave a lecture about five, six years ago. And I volunteered to go pick him up from the airport and because uh, he had just come in from California yeah. he'd done some shows over there. And I picked him up and we spoke again and we reacquainted. Love the guy. Um, he's got a lot. He's smart. Um, hey, Bruce, he, Bruce, I got a question for you because you mentioned synagogue. I, I take it you're Jewish. Yes, sir. And I, and I mean this with all, I, I love the Jewish people. I love the state of Israel. We've got to support Israel um, Amen. More, more and more. I, I am with you lockstep, my brother. Thank you. My question is this, how in the hell, can any Jew vote for a Democrat? I can't understand that. I will explain that to you. Thank you for asking that question, because I had the same questions you had. My family broke away from the Democratic Party many years ago, many uh, relatives ago. My grandfather, my grandfather's father. What happened was back in New York, when everybody was coming into Ellis Island, who was the first people to meet the people that were getting through Ellis Island? The Democratic Party. Yeah, okay. They were there offering. See, even jobs, then, they're organized and involved. Exactly. They were offering the same thing they're doing now. For, with for all these illegal immigrants coming in, they're offering jobs, they're offering housing, they're offering them communities, they're offering them a way to survive. And if you support the Democratic Party, we'll always take care of you. So that was the method methodology, and that's how they got the Jewish communities to support the Democratic Party. Same now playbook, so same exact playbook we're seeing from the southern border right now. Exactly, and yes. that's what happened. I mean, you know, people keep saying that a lot of these uh, Latino immigrants coming in are diehard religious Christian belief, you know, Christian and Catholic faith. But if they are, then they should have nothing to do with the Democratic or the Socialistic Communist Party. They're trying to get away from that coming out of their own Yeah, I mean it's a very complicated issue. My window. No problem. Yeah. It's, it's a very complicated issue because 
I've asked this discussion, had this discussion as well. It, it, does, it makes no sense if there's people in uh, northern Illinois that are Democrat strongholds that are pushing towards Marxism. It's just baffling to me, Doug. I know it. And, and I and I hear what Bruce was saying with regards to his his Jewish traditions. I I happen I was born and raised in in the Catholic tradition, and there I say the same thing to my friends. I go, "How in the hell as a Catholic can you vote for a Democrat? They stand exactly against everything that we that we believe." I mean, I, it's it's you know I point to life, if nothing else, abortion. I mean, it's it's we you know we are the party of life. We're the party of light and hope and liberty and truth. And, and the other side wants to put God out completely and snuff him out, and then they won't support the Jewish people. I mean, in Israel, I mean, it's one thing. Yeah. So it's it's maddening. It's infuriating. It doesn't – it's intellectually mature, and they're only doing it, I think, to Bruce's point, because that's how they're raised. We've got to break the shackles of that kind of intellectual slavery, and we've got to reawaken these people. Absolutely, Doug. And the other thing to that point is you have to realize even the black community – doesn't realize or doesn't want to remember. They're starting to now. But who were the ones who created the Ku Klux Klan? The Democrats. The that were enslaving them. You know what? And just the other, I think it was yesterday, one of the leaders of the Black Lives Matter movement from Utah made a statement that the American flag is now a symbol of hate speech, of hatred. And that whenever we see American flags on display, we know who to avoid because those are the ones that hate us. And they say the Ku Klux Klan members hold up the American flag and all of these hate groups. And, I, and I'm reminded just of what you said, Bruce. Look, lady, it was your party the Ku Klux Klan was birthed from. Give me a break. Absolutely. Total intellectual immaturity. Well, and we all know how they're changing history, though, too. And, the, you know, what's being taught to our children and being taught what is being taught by uh, Gates's, you know, uh, nice little devices that are all over the, the world. Um, you know, there's a lot, there's a whole discussion on that as well. Well, that's all part of that whole critical race theory BS that they're trying to force feed our kids. And yeah. it frustrates the hell out of me. But um, I did have a couple more questions. If I have some time here real quick to ask you, Doug. Yeah. Gavin Newsom, will he get taken out? Who? I missed, I missed the name. California, Gavin Newsom, uh, nasty Nancy Pelosi's nephew. So I, I'm in the, I'm, I'm, I don't know what the, the majority of people, I think he will be taken out. I, that's where I'm at. I, I think he will be taken out. I, I think that um, now I, I qualify this. Will it be the recount or the recall rather, or will it be in other ways? I, I think Gavin's career is done. I mean, he'll never be able to have, I don't, I mean, gosh, I mean, it's California. Maybe I shouldn't say this because words are important. Maybe in kooky California, anything may be possible. Uh, I think Gavin Newsom, even even if he were somehow able to survive the recall effort, his political bank account is bankrupt. Well, his his aunt is trying to change the laws in California right now. Yeah. Well, Pelosi Pelosi is going to lose Pelosi is going to lose her majority in about eight months. Yep. And it she's not going to be in so she better hurry if she wants to save him she better effing hurry that's why they keep shoving their policies down our throat i love it i keep keep them coming keep us tell keep yeah. telling us what you want to do it's just it's an ultimate red pill <laughs> absolutely absolutely you see how they're running so scared it's unbelievable yeah and uh the last thing um is there anything we can do about all these people that were arrested 
from January 6th, the oath takers specifically who are still in these gulags, you know, still getting the crap kicked out of them, not being charged, not being given the right to counsel, not being able to make phone calls to their families. What can we here as American citizens do to help them? I feel so bad. These guys are getting the crap kicked out of them. Yeah, I, I, so I, I'll always begin with prayer, and I, I think we continue to pray for them, and, and then we, we put prayer into action. So here's the thing. I think that what we're going to see, and I'm going to begin to call for this on my show, is that we, we begin to amass a movement, and I mean a literal, I mean people, and we go back. We go back to the damn Capitol, and we're going to amass and exercise our First Amendment rights of free speech and the right to gather and speak peacefully in protest, and we show numbers. And I think I, I'm almost at the point where I want to start. I want to be the one that starts to organize a, a vast movement of people to the to the Capitol and begin to protest. This is absolute nonsense. It's infuriating. It's evil. And we had, when we were speaking about Coy Griffin, who was one of the guest speakers at our event, he was there, and he's been arrested, and he was one of the ones thrown in jail without any charges in solitary confinement. And a judge appointed by Trump, and again, it goes to my point, pay attention to these judges that you vote for and pay attention to these people, voted that, the, that Coy, in his case, would that he, he voted against, he, he ruled against Coy that he does have to stand charges for insurrection. We've got, we've got to put an end to this. Today, the attorney general in Pennsylvania labeled Doug Mastro, Maestro, who is, who is calling for an, an audit, of, of, a forensic audit of the votes in Pennsylvania. The attorney general of that state called him an insurrectionist just because he dared to question the outcome and the votes of that election. We, this is dangerous. We've got to amass a large amount of people whether it's on social media or on the literal streets of the city and get out there. And the time of conservatives being polite is over. Now, this doesn't breaking mean that we're going to throw from, ro- Breaking news from Media Matters, meathead Will Summer. Doug Billings calls for another insurrection at the U.S. Capitol. There it is. Is that really breaking? Yeah, not, that's not yet, but about, it's coming. That's probably about what we're up against. And, and what I'm saying is we gather, we peacefully amass, and we, and we make our presence known. And when I say the time of being polite is over, I don't mean that we're going to go throw rocks and have bricks delivered to the street corners, and we're not going to burn and topple buildings and statues. We have got to, God dang it, take a stand now. If we don't, we're, we've lost and we've let ourselves lose by not fighting back verbally and being present, being physically present, like you said. Yeah, and engaged. You know. Uncentered, and when that comes to pass, God willing, as long as I'm able to get out of my, my, my shell of work, I will be there with you, absolutely, hand in hand, because I'll tell you, this, this cannot continue at the pace we're going. I mean, we need to save those who are being oppressed, we ourselves are being oppressed and we're letting ourselves be oppressed. We can't let that go on. We yeah. cannot Amen, brother. Amen. Absolutely, Bruce. Thank you so much for the call. Yeah. Bruce, not- good to meet you, brother. Good to meet you. Same here, if- Doug. I'll be following you soon. Thank you. Cheers. If Thank not you. us, who, if not now, when, right, Bruce? Amen, brother. Amen. All right, gentlemen, last question. And then I got to run. Will China pay for their crimes? 
the short answer is yes. Now, and here's what I'm going to say that that may actually shock you. She is a good she Trump and she had a great relationship. Uh, Trump and she, I'm not saying she, saying she. she had a good relationship. I think that um when Trump comes back in, there will there will be a reconciliation. Now, the CCP is not our friend. The, the government of China is not. There are good people in China who who are oppressed and who don't have access to what we have. Uh, China, I, I, on my show, you'll hear me say it, I never give, I can't because I don't know. I, I can't predict a date or a time or how. Um, all I know is that if when, when Trump comes back and when we write this ship, that episode will be erased and will and, and they will pay. And I think that when the, when we say pay, we're not talking about military action. We're not talking about you know pain and suffering. What we're talking about is the reinstitution of these trade deals that Trump had, where China begins to pay their full price. Now, if people are saying they they ought to pay us, you know ret, ret, retribute or, or re, um, what's the word ret, repercussions? Um, re, yes. Well, repercussions, reparations. reparations, reparations. I want my reparations. Yeah. So um, whether or not we can get that out of them is one thing, but we're going to do something that Democrats have already tricked us into. Um, We are going to make sure that they give us our reparations based on the trade deals that we establish. And I think that China will, will pay quote unquote for what they've done to us through any number of a different, of, of different avenues and venues. I completely agree. Great call, Bruce. Thank you so much. Thanks Bruce. Let me just say hello to my brother, the Texan. I actually had to put this on because I figured he'd be calling in at some point. And uh, I want to say, send my love to all of you. Thank you very much. Peace out, everybody. Cheers, Bruce. Pleasure following you. Be Much well. love, brother. Much love. Texan, we only got about three minutes, brother, and then we got to close her down. So make it quick, bro. It's all good. Hey, I've caught as much of this show as I possibly could, man. It's been in and out for me driving down the road today. Uh, Doug, it's a pleasure meeting you, man. Uh, good to see you on the show today. And uh, I got to I, – I don't know if y'all brought this up or not. Like I said, I missed a lot of the show about uh, uh, Joe Biden going to send uh, people door-to-door uh, throughout oh, yeah. America asking about the vaccinations. Plus, uh, I heard that the, uh, the, the Capitol Police up in D.C. are going to be uh, – expanding their operations, so to speak, going into other states and setting up little satellite offices. Uh, They're starting, I think, with Florida and California, I believe it is, and then they uh, plan on expanding throughout the country so they can uh, keep tabs on on terrorist groups that might pose a threat to Congress. Yeah, they're going to learn multiple constitutions if they show up at my house, I'll tell you that right now. (laughs) Well, uh, go ahead, sir. Yeah. First of all, Texan, thank you for driving. And if you're hauling goods back and forth on these highways of America, I thank you for your service to making all that work. Thank you for what you're doing. Yep. Thank well, you, brother. Pre- yep. Yes, sir. Recognition. Yes, sir. Yep. Yep. No, you're you're vital to what we're all doing and, and how we all continue. So the door to door, I actually gonna talk about this on the show. I, I am I am amused beyond all belief at at how people used to call Trump the Nazi and the white supremacist and this and that. And he and, and exactly the paradigm is the the communist socialist party with this door to door thing. Hey, and they and you know we're going to make sure that everybody's vaccinated. We're going to go door to door. That's Nazism. Let's just be honest. That's what they did. They're going to go to door to door. You're not vaccinated. And here's what they do. Here's what they do. 
They don't call it, you know, door-to-door vaccine enforcement or eugenics or whatever, which it really is. What they call it is they wrap it up in a pretty little term called it's community service. We're going to reach out to the community and provide them this service whereby we can give them the jab. And isn't it wonderful that we're being so humanitarian and that our party, the Communist Socialist Party, alleviates and does away with all of human suffering in the world. And that's how they'll wrap it up. And that's how they'll sell it. And the people in this country that aren't woken up and that are intellectually matured, they're going to buy it and they're going to say, oh, isn't that nice and lovely? Now, the advantage we have is that those people are the vast minority, like we've said earlier in the show tonight. But you're right. We've got to pay attention to this, this door to door thing. Every, you know, every time they say something that I think is absolutely just crazy, they come up with something more crazy. And, and, and the fact that there's not uprisings everywhere blows my mind. Door-to-door enforcement of the jab, it's, I mean, these guys have no shame, and they're completely out of the closet. Oh, that's good stuff, Doug. I, Ch- Chad is blowing up. Right clap for that, you stupid bastard. <laughs> Sir, thank you. Thank you so much for uh, for responding to uh, to my comment there. I really appreciate it. Guys, thanks for having me on the show again. I got to go. Uh, duty calls. So, uh Sir, pleasure meeting you. I'll see y'all down the road. Safe travels, Texan. Much love, Texan. Appreciate it, brother. Good stuff, man. Be safe. Abe, you're muted. There goes poof. There goes another two hours, Joe. Just flew by. <laughs> Boom. Two hours gone. Amazing show. Thank you so much, Doug. I mean, there's so much more I wanted to talk to you about. I mean, um, the event overall was truly amazing. Again, um, I, I mean, I'm first and foremost, I'm just honored to be a part of the movement in general. And then to have the ability to work with 1A Praetorian and um, technically be the guy who does the streaming for all our events is pretty amazing. And then I get to have one-on-one conversations with people like you, Doug. You are truly an inspiration. Um, you know, I, I can't. I can't imagine you not doing what you're doing because you are so good at it. And please keep doing what you're doing, brother. Thank you, brother. I appreciate that. You guys, we are all on the tip of the spear. It's all of us together. I'm, I am your brother in arms. I admire you. I, I meet with you in prayer every day. We are going to see this through. And you are providing the service for which this republic is going to be grateful. We, I love you, man. I, both of you. I, 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 I'll come back anytime you want on this show. I love this. I really appreciate it, and it was a lot of fun. What I know you have a lot um, upcoming in general for you. Could talk a little bit about your show. What are the show times? How can people find you? And uh, you know what what events do you have uh, in the near future that you want to talk about as well? Thank you. I appreciate it. So DougBillings.us. DougBillings.us is the website. I always encourage everybody to go there. the The videos, the shows are all cataloged there. There's, there's a way if you want to support, if you like what you hear, if you think that, you know, we have a sponsorship package that are available, I mean, five bucks a month, if you want to support us and the and packages can go up, you can pay a monthly fee, you can pay a yearly fee, whatever. Uh, there's a merchandise site over there. Conferences coming up. We mentioned uh, November 6th. I want you guys there, Springfield, Missouri. This was literally just signed and we're all just working this out today. So uh, details to come on DougBillings.us. The show, The Right Side with Doug Billings, airs on Beck TV uh, from 8 until 9, 8 o'clock, 9 o'clock, Monday through Friday, Central Time. 
Central Time. And so we go up against uh, Sean Hannity and Anderson Cooper. I like to say we go up with Sean Hannity. We go against Anderson Cooper. And uh, the, the latest race ratings uh, indicate that we're beating Anderson Cooper in that time frame. So that's good news. And then uh, news. Go, to my, go to my website, DougBillings.us. You can see all of the shows. Uh, they're launched out there. We also post them on Rumble and BitChute. And, you know, at Tele- I'm, I'm active on Telegram. Uh, Facebook, Doug Billings, the right side with Doug Billings and Twitter, all of those things, all of those platforms were, you know, we're off of YouTube. Now they've, they've canceled us. We'll probably eventually be kicked off of Facebook, but, but we're there and everything that I do the engagement with the, the fans, the, the supporters and so forth. Uh, all of those mechanisms are out there. Great stuff for guests. Who do you have a uh, guest in, uh, in tonight oh, and so the coming week? We, yep. Yep. We're going to have, so Flynn comes on twice a month. We're going to have Mike Lindell back, uh, we're going to have Lynn Wood. Uh, we'll have um, watch for Karen Kingston. Watch for her. She's going to be on yes. next week. It's an it's an important guest coming up. Um, and and we'll have um, we're working on on getting Candace Owens on the show. We'll have and believe it or not, we're we're making inroads. We're not quite ready to announce it yet. But Trump Don Jr. We're gonna we're gonna have him on hopefully before wow. the end of the summer. That's great news. Uh, we're going to be, I'm going to put you in touch with Trenton White, who was at the Dallas event, one of the speakers there. We're going to be doing okay. a uh, man on the streets uh, uh, live streams where we're going to go into inner cities and discuss uh, topics with people. We hope to go to Chop, for instance, in, in, in Portland, uh, wow. inner city Houston. The first show is going to be here in Wisconsin. Um, and it is tentatively planned for the end of the month if we can raise the funds for it. So uh, check out the GoFundMe out there for that, you guys. And I want to get more exposure for Trenton because Trenton. Trenton's got a great voice. He wants to become an influencer and potentially run for office in Texas, and we need him in Dallas. That's for sure. Well, let me know. I would love to. And, you know, let's talk offline. And and I want to get you guys on my show. I want you both to come on. Please come on my show. Yes, please. And and, and if when you do these people on the street things, if you if we can plan this out, I would love to fly out and meet you and be part of that. Oh, that'd be great. Yeah, that'd be fun. Let me talk to, let me get you in touch with Trenton. I, it takes me about two minutes to uh, to shut the stream down. So stand by here with me just for a couple minutes yep. after the show, if you don't mind. God bless you and, and God bless your audience. Thank you for the opportunity. God bless you too, Doug. It's been truly an honor. I know everybody out there in chat has been patient with us, but I tell you, there's been a ton of great comments out there. Uh, again, it was truly amazing uh, spending the weekend with you at your conference. Again, I felt like I was family, and everybody in your family treated us like family. Just truly amazing and uplifting. Thank you so much, Doug. You're welcome. Love it. You're you're welcome at any event I ever do. I really appreciate that. God bless Tara and her kind words and, and lifting us up and being so kind to us as well. And with that, I want to say much love and God bless you all. Thank you all for joining us here on at 5 Eastern on Brothers Uncensored. Have you do every day. Tomorrow is Foxhole Fridays, guys. Come hang out with us. Our, uh, the casual Friday kind of show with a Foxhole guest. Come hang out with us. We have Liana. Liana. Liana yeah, tomorrow. Liana Wilbert tomorrow. New, uh, newer podcast who's doing great work so stay tuned for that tomorrow as well yeah again it's the conservative women that are saving us uh god bless you all thanks for joining us here today uh back to back in the groove so uh this weekend we'll try to recover and then next week lots of other great guests for you guys in the incoming too as well so thanks guys for all your support thank you all for all the support uh you know through paypal and and uh gold pills as well congratulations to all of you that won some gold pills in the lotto god bless you all we'll see you guys tomorrow much love
Treat the word impossible as nothing more than motivation. Relish the opportunity to be an outsider. Embrace that label. Being an outsider is fine. Embrace the label. Because it's the outsiders who change the world and who make a real and lasting difference.